listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. Should be a nice day today. Mostly sunny up around 78. It's it's like, I don't know, somewhere in the high 50s right now, I think. Already? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's warmer than it has been. Like last week was, I, I turned my heat on last week. I did the same thing yeah. over the weekend. I was, yeah, that was my moment. It was, uh, it was, uh, I think I woke up in the middle of the night. The dogs needed to go out and I woke up and I was like, Oh, this is unacceptable. Yeah. Holy unacceptable. I, I think the house was like 61. Right. Like, 61. I, I kinda, yeah. At a certain point I was like, all right, this is stupid. Let me just, let me just kick the thing out. Well, I'll notch it up a little bit. That's the stupid of the law, the stupid logic of in the summertime, you have no problem pumping up that air conditioning to get the, the house down to 71 degrees. So it'll be nice and cool. But in the wintertime, it, Ooh, I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> right. So I don't know if I, I tomorrow, it's going to be chilly again, like 63 for a high. That's weird. So the struggle is real. It should be kind of a chilly night tonight. I would think so, I'm yeah. guessing as, hey, the, as the weather changes a little bit. But, mm-hmm. um, hey, it's Mark and Anna Paul. What's up? You guys are a bunch of babies. We haven't turned the heat on at our house yet. Wow. Mm. Wow. Is there a marker at which you turn the heat on, a degree, a date of the year? If I, tell, if I get cold enough, I just tell my husband, turn the heat on, I'm cold. Oh. How did I know that's the way it was going to go? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, that's typical. <laughs> how about, how about you? You got, your, you got your heat on in the house? <laughs> Not in my house, but I got it on in my car. <laughs> uh, understandable. Well, you know, yeah. you know, it's great. And I mean, I don't want a big time year or anything, but uh, that Ram that I bought last December, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I bought it halfway through the month, so I didn't realize some of the features that are in it. Right. I got in it yesterday and today. I got in it, and the temperature was apparently low enough that when I got in there, I turned it on, and there were two red lights on my dashboard. It was a uh, uh, automatic seat warmer and automatic steering wheel. What warmer. are you big timing me? I'm just saying. I don't you know. An automatic steering wheel warmer. My truck knows better than I. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't take advantage of it because I put a steering wheel cover on it. <laughs> you know what smart. I mean? So. so I didn't, you know, so I don't, you know, so I don't burn my hands. And, All right. So what do you yeah. set it at that it goes on? Uh, I don't know that I have a choice. I, I just, if it's below a certain temperature, the the automatic thing really? kicks in. Yeah. I would think there'd be a setting you could set it at. I don't I, think, I don't, Earn, even know. I don't believe that the Earnhardt Auto Centers would sell you a truck where you're not in control. Are you in control? Where's I, the truck in control? I'm not even sure they're in control. I don't even know. That, <laughs> I don't even know that they know that that feature exists. It's a, <laughs> that's it's an interesting weird, feature. I didn't I know would, that. I guess my truck was built by Skynet. I look forward yes, to exactly. my, new, my new mechanical overlord. You're going to be in a lot of trouble once that truck becomes <laughs> self-aware. Let well, me tell you that. Yeah. Well, you know, I haven't yet, so I don't imagine the truck will. So should we should we talk about the Major League Baseball umpire? This is so I, I can't believe things like this still happen in this day and age where news is so instantaneous. Okay, the headline: Major League Baseball umpire Brian Onora reportedly arrested in sex sting operation. This was in Ohio, yeah, where they they set up a bunch of guys to come and meet me, you know that kind of thing. Okay, and it was not who they thought it was. So the, it's the whole the yeah, guy shows up and gets and arrested. Yeah, yeah. having to have a seat over there, that kind of deal. Yes, exactly. All I, right. It's amazing. Uh, the guy's a, a major league baseball umpire. He's got to know that's going to get that's going to get publicity. Not only is he got to know that's going to get publicity, he's got to know that morning shows like us are going to take advantage of it. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, all right. Well, he's an umpire, so if he's into the S and M thing, he's got to have a safe word. <laughs> safe. I'm doing the hand signals yeah. too. We're not sure if he's safe or out. <laughs> We, they didn't really explain. Right. They didn't he really be, explain what what his situation was. Yeah, uh, another one. Um, oh yeah, he shows up. He goes, "All right, we're doing a double header today." Oh boy, how's that? Well, the good news is, is when he balls four, he gets to take a base. <laughs> or he's being COVID safe and wearing his mask. 
That protects him in case of foul balls. Oh, no. We don't know. His, uh, we don't know his his batting stance. He could be a switch hitter. We're not exactly. It's, it's always interesting though because he gets to call his own shot, which is a skill, really. Yes, when yes, you think it about is. it, yeah. All right, are, I, are we done? I, I guess we're done. All I just—it's right. amazing to me that a guy would do that. You know, if, especially if he's been caught twice before. It's a three strikes and you're out oh, kind I of see thing. What you probably. Did there, yeah. Right? Well, All he's right. going to be on the 15 day disabled list at least. time of week where we uh, make your neighborhood that much smaller by introducing you to people you've never met before and you probably will never meet, but you'll still describe them to somebody that's also never met them by giving them a colorful nickname. It's time for Mark and Deanna Paul's neighborhood nicknames. Exactly. You, you got so, one in your neighborhood? Uh, you know what? Nothing. We, You know who we have not seen lately is Walkie Talkie. Oh, Might no be kidding. a little chilly for her. She's always out walking, talking on the phone, and never never acknowledges us when we walk by with the dog at night. I gave uh, a new nickname to my uh, my neighbor, the one that I sent you pictures of his front yard display. I usually call him Griswold, uh, but I think this year yeah. he's, this year he's going to be Vegas. As in, you can see the lights of his front yard from the, from the sky, just well, like you would be if you were on the satellite I think on the space station in Vegas. I think it's fascinating that he has taken over the next door neighbor's front yard. They, they, domain, yeah. They've allowed him. Yeah. It's like they're leasing him the land. Yeah. Yeah, I told you. And and he's not so much a lights guy. He's an inflatable guy. Yeah. There are there are 13 inflatables on his front lawn. Did you count? I didn't count, and but didn't, I was and like, he says he's not done. Lot. Yeah. Yeah, he's a little exorbitant. I told yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you think I'm making it up. That's my neighborhood, Vegas. Exactly. You know what? We have a gentleman named Earl who wants to tell us about a neighborhood nickname. Hello, Earl. Hello, Earl. What's yours? Well, we have one that a couple streets down, or a couple houses over. He, uh, we call him Peekaboo because every time we walk by his house, somehow the curtains open <laughs> and he's looking out. Kind of creepy. That is kind of creepy. Yeah. Or maybe it's just you. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're the only one he does it for, Earl. He may have a thing for you. Oh. Very true. <laughs> I will take that in consideration. <laughs> Thank you, Earl. You know what? You made it weird. <laughs> no. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Earl, yeah. Got to mess with Earl a little bit on you, a Wednesday. Why you, not? You made it weird. All right. All right. It's 640, and those are your neighborhood nicknames. Well, now, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. Now, today is the final day that we're going to be collecting cards for Mark and the Enterpol's 10,000 for the troops. We've already had Lois and Heath stop by our front door today. And you know what? They were nice enough to let us know. They emailed or called and let us know they were coming because we don't really have anybody here to collect them downstairs. Nobody's yeah. allowed in the building. Um, like like Kim from Scottsdale and all her friends stopped by yesterday. They dropped off like hundreds of cards from what I was told. But they came by in the afternoon, let our front per, front desk person know that they were coming and they were able to leave them at the front door. Yeah, like that's that. kind of where we're at right now because we, we have issues with getting people in the building. Obviously, your health, our health, everybody's health. Um, so if you're coming by the radio station, uh, email or call one of us and I'll, yeah. uh, that you're going to do that. Just drop them by the door. Um, until and until we'll, 8.30. Until 8.30. Then at 8.30 30 you can just let the front desk know and and you can drop off here today's the final day for it or you know again you can go to any of the the variety of locations uh throughout the valley that have been set up there listed right there at kslx.com yeah drop off the cards we're going to send some of you around to grab those and then uh, 
on Friday we'll have our finale count. Yes, and Military Assistance Mission will get those things overseas. They do an amazing job for us. You can help them by donating. And also Earnhardt Auto Centers and Noble.com take care of the postage. So one thing we'll be shorter on this year because of COVID is kids' letters. Yeah, because remote learning means that we haven't been able to. You know, one of the great things we get is well, we've had teachers from Valley Schools. By the way, we appreciate that they do this. And they basically, this is that sort of blow-off period between now and the holiday where they, they're looking for projects for the kids to do in the class before the holiday. So they usually have them write us a letter. So we've got some letters. We save letters because they're priceless and precious. Uh, and they kids. really are, actually. Yeah, kids are awesome. So, uh, all right, you want me to start? Sure, you can do one. Okay, here we go. Dear Soldier Guy, <laughs> thanks for what you've done, even if you're a new recruit. You still signed up for the job, and you are a real-life hero. Thanks for what you've done. Now, hold up. You may think that we just say that because, but we do actually mean it. <laughs> we have come a long way from the birth of this country, and you have helped keep us safe. The history is proof. How old is this kid? <laughs> so, <laughs> this, is a, this is a lecture is what this is. So you may not know who I am or how I am, but I can tell you I've been all right. And a whole bunch of people are all right because of you. So listen to your mother, brush your teeth, <laughs> and eat your veggies. Okay, Hulk Hogan. Plus, like, do your chores and you'll be all right. So yeah, thank you. Sincerely, Ryan. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's good. I'm going to have to try and big time you here because okay. uh, m- my letter is also a... Uh, an uh, exercise in buttering up the recipient. Oh, go for it. Dear Brave One. Nice. Thank you so much for protecting this country. I can't even start to imagine how much you've had to sacrifice to be in the heroic position you are. No matter where you are or what you do, I know you're one of the best people in the world. Allow me to say a little bit about myself. I just barely moved from Utah to Arizona. I've lived there all my life, but I'm so glad I moved here. I have a better life here, especially because I swim all the time during the summer. (laughs) I have a cute little dog named Oreo who rips up everything. I like coding, and I want to pursue a career that includes doing so. Without you and your friends, I wouldn't be able to do a lot of the stuff I do Mm -hmm. right now. That's right. I hope this letter gives you a little hope and happiness, and I really hope you can read my handwriting. <laughs> thank you. Obviously, you can. So, yeah. you know, there's a shot. Yeah, thank it you. It can be done. Alyssa. Yeah. I, I, you know, those are the things that give service members smiles. So, we're, these are all going overseas, and uh, it's fun stuff. Mark and the Antipal is 10000 for the troops. Today's our deadline, so get those cards in. If you're looking for a place to drop them off that's not 1100 North 52nd Street in Phoenix between 830 and 530, there's an entire list at KSLX.com. Check it out. I don't know why, but, uh, you know, we're behind England in terms of the vaccine. They started doing it yesterday or the day before? Uh, Monday, yeah. And Israel, too, I think. Israel is is starting to do their vaccinations as well. I mean, you know, let's face it. Some other countries have little less uh, strict medical uh, guidelines as far as approval and things like that. And well, we yeah, have, like Russia was doing it like four months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nobody, it's funny that we haven't heard any <laughs> updates on how good they are. Yeah, half, the, know, country, half yeah. the country probably has kidney failure, but that's not important. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, England did it. Uh, the woman's name is Margaret Keenan, I think was her first. First her, one, is, yeah. The first 90, woman, 91 year old. 91 year old Margaret Keenan. And she said it was the greatest thing ever for now, <laughs> which I think when you're 91, <laughs> changes when you wake up every morning <laughs> waking up is the greatest thing ever for, for now. now yeah 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 um it's interesting because the vaccine it I, i'm guessing that for for people like you and i 
Um, we're a year away. March, April. They're saying the earliest, by, probably. They're saying by June of next year, every American who wants the vaccine should have access to it. And you have to get two shots, by the way. You have to go back, I think, three weeks later or something like that to yeah. get a booster shot. Yeah, they call it. But, uh, you know, by the way, also, you know, like with most, you know, medications and so forth. Right. Th- you know, there's probably probably some side effects. Serious side effects may include pancreatitis, <laughs> nausea, diarrhea, vomiting, decreased appetite and indigestion. Now, that's not true, but, but there's, <laughs> it's not true. Just Why we don't isn't wanna... it? It could be. Yeah, it could be. Look, it, it doesn't matter. It's better that we play that than tell you to Google <laughs> potential side effects, because as soon as you Google it, it's cancer. It's always yeah. it, no matter what you go. I've, 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 uh, I've got a hangnail. Uh, let's see the side effects of hangnail. Cancer? What yeah. do you mean? I'm, I'm surprised <clears throat> how much flack or how much resistance the virus is, or not the virus, but the vaccine is getting. They forty percent of Americans say they don't trust it. Yeah, already yeah, forty. I'm, I'm going to go and get it. But hey, hey, I'll get it. Yeah, that's, it, it that, won't be the worst thing I put in my body. But exactly. <laughs> Far from the worst thing. Yeah, yeah. Hell, I had Cheetos yesterday. Exactly. Talking about here. I I drink. I drink a zero calorie soda with aspartame in it. Yeah. What makes you? What makes you think I'm worried about vaccine? What vaccine? I drink a soda with no calories and no caffeine. Doesn't mention anything about chemicals. Yes. Exactly. Yes. WD-40 in here, please. 100.7 KSLX, yeah. State-of-the-art facility here. Yep. but the Multi-billion dollar broadcast company. But I need some Earl. radio at its best. I need some Earl. A little Earl, yeah, it's on, the, it's uh, on our to-do list. And listen, we'll get that after we get the digital clock. We'll squeak this story in if we can. <laughs> it's the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. All right, so we're going to go to St. Petersburg, Florida today. All righty then. Our dumbass is 50-year-old Paul Kajek. Kajek, get in here. So this was on November 29th at 4.15 a.m., which was an early Sunday morning, or more accurately, a late late Saturday night. Yeah, nothing good happens at 4.15 a.m. on a weekend. (laughs) So Paul had himself a hell of a night drinking his butt off at a bar. When it was time to go at 4.15 a.m., Paul wanted to drive himself home, but was extremely intoxicated. I can drive Yep, and you know, just a note to the state of Florida: if you want to cut down on DUIs, maybe you don't let bars stay open till, till four in the clock. Yeah, four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I mean, I tell you, when I lived in when I lived in Kansas City, the bars in Kansas were open till three, and the bars in Missouri at two. Yeah, the, the, the police just sat there on the state line and watched them. Watched yeah, them come, exactly. come across. It was such an easy way to make money. Yep. Yeah, don't be stupid. So instead of Paul driving, a bunch of patrons prevented him from getting behind the wheel. Well, you guys Good. can't stop it. I'm going to drive. I'm okay. And then someone called Paul. A cab. You're a cab. When the cab showed up, <laughs> I'm a cab. When the cab came and Paul got in, he immediately got into an argument with the cab driver and wound up punching the cabbie in the face. Now, come on, man. Yeah, exactly. Paul, who is, like we said, 50 years old, white, and looks like David Keckner, who played Champ Kind, the yes. sportscaster and anchorman. Yeah. Whammy. Yep. Um, David, or Paul, excuse me, then got out of the cab and danced in the middle of the street yelling, I'm Rick James, bitch. 2002 loves that reference. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you know? 
And I, I rarely use that word, but just to give you an idea of what Paul was up to in the middle of the street, that's the kind of stuff that can get you arrested, you know? And I bet it did. It did. That is what happened to Paul because the cops were already there. They were the ones who called the cab for him. You know what? That was a very nice thing. They had a choice. They gave him some wiggle room. This is the thing. Cops get a bad rap sometimes when yeah. we're talking about drinking and driving and stuff like that. But there is a fine example of the cops being way more tolerant than they needed to be in that situation. Yep. Yeah. Good they for g- them. They gave him some some grace, as people would say. Tip and- of the cap to the Florida St. Petersburg police. Nice yeah. job. Job, gentlemen. Yep, Paul blew it by assaulting an innocent cabbie oh boy. and doing a bad Dave Chappelle impersonation. <laughs> the only thing missing it's, from this picture to make it true Florida is that he was clothed. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, Florida man doing Florida man things. Exactly. All right. Paul Kajek, in his mind, he's, he's Rick, Rick James, James, bitch. But he's really just the Mark and Neander Paul dumbass of the day. That was a beautiful story you just told. The Dumbass of the Day is sponsored by Chandler Harley Davidson. ChandlerHarley.com is where you'll find them online. We had to mention this because we were we were joking about this yesterday behind the scenes, and somebody emailed when they heard us promoing this that there was a new sport added to the Olympics. Yeah. And the email said, 1986 called, they want their dance back. Yeah, this is, it's break dancing. True story. Is going to be an Olympic sport in 2024. I wish I could tell you we're joking about this, but we're not. Break dancing, Olympic sport. Those are two phrases that should never, ever be placed next to each other. No, it's like, let's go to our Olympic correspondent, Mario Lopez. Yeah. Who's going to name America's top dance crew? Well, here comes the gold medal. Team from the United States, Adolfo Shabadu Quinones, <laughs> Michael Boogaloo Shrimp Chambers, and Chris the Glove Taylor. They're going to be yep. competing to bring home the coveted gold in the eloquent, elegant, and majestic sport of breakdancing. Yep. Yeah. Paula Abdul will be an Olympic correspondent. Jennifer Lopez. It's just a very strange thing. Listen, I. I enjoy watching breakdancing. I always thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, I, I just um, thought it was a great way to dispose yeah. of refrigerator boxes. <laughs> well, there's going to be a run on them now. I would think so, How yeah. else are you going to train, man? Yeah, I'm in training now. <laughs> hey, dude, did you see the favorite for this year? Suddenly, Simone, Simone Biles is like, oh, my God, Lil Coco Rodriguez. Nailed it. Yes. Totally nailed it. Popping taco up next. Yep. I love that. People will be buying refrigerator boxes and just returning the refrigerator. Yes. And it doesn't work in keeping <laughs> the box so they can the train. What are you doing? I'm in training. See <laughs> guy in a parking lot. What are you doing? I'm an Olympic athlete now. There's going to be a run on Run DMC. It's just a weird, weird thing. It's not a sport. Dancing is not a sport. I I mean, there was, I think it was, wasn't ballroom dancing an event for a while? Well, ribbon dancing is an event, isn't it? I mean, it's it's weird. What is that? Freestyle gymnastics or whatever they call that? Yeah, I'm not saying that. That's a sport, but breakdancing, not a sport. It takes a lot of skill. Hell yeah. It's very physical and And very athletic, but it's still not a sport. It's dancing. See, dancing is dancing. Yep. Sports are sports. They're yes. different things. And you know where I don't want that refrigerator box put down? Where? On my front lawn. Exactly. That's where I, so get off my lawn <laughs> and take breakdancing out of the Olympics. You realize the entire cast of Breakin' and Breakin' 2, Electric Boogaloo, are like, I can come. Look, if Tyson can do it, we can do it, right? Nice shot at a gold, me- sure. gold medal here.
Coming up, we'll give you give you more details on ten thousand for the troops. Today's our deadline, and it's been a weird year because, like you know, we're expecting a smaller number this year. It's going to be fantastic, but smaller number because of the the virus. Yeah, yeah, I mean, no, look, we had no school children doing way, it this year. and I think it's know. important, uh, given the year we've had, to point out uh, good news. Step number one in the end of the pandemic took place, I think, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday or the day before, but yeah. I think you're talking about England. Yesterday, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, a 91-year-old woman named Margaret Keegan was the first woman to receive the coronavirus vaccine. You know, she's, and, and, she's and all she, over the place. Yeah, she's everywhere. It's funny, though, because... She's the first. Everybody remembers the first person that comes through the gate and something like that. Like everybody knows who came in first. Very rarely does the second person who get the you know gets an ax, uh, an anti uh, I mean excuse me a vaccine an antivirus get attention. Except in this case, yeah, because the second guy was fairly notable. His name is Bill, <laughs> but you might know him. As William Shakespeare. His name was William Shakespeare. The second guy to get the vaccine. His real name is William Shakespeare. He goes by Bill. Yeah. Uh, which I'm imagine Bill Shakespeare probably did at one point. Somebody went, hey, Bill, what's yeah. up? Yeah. No, I thought right, it, writing again, are you? It was great. I saw the video. He he got a, a vaccine. Then uh, next up was the Merchant of Venice. <laughs> yes, exactly. And yeah. uh, the two gentlemen of Verona yeah, the, got it. And then the Wabbit of Seville. Uh, yes. <laughs> Lady Macbeth was also vaccinated <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. I believe both Romeo and Juliet, although not together, their families. Wouldn't yeah, the families wouldn't allow that to happen. And then I believe Julius Caesar was there as well. Yes, he was. He was stabbed with a needle. Yes, repeatedly exactly, yes, by repeatedly. the Senate. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Brutus got him. <laughs> Such a weird thing. Oh, it is. It is. Uh, uh, so the interesting thing is, uh, uh, Margaret Keegan. The first thing <laughs> she said after getting the vaccine was, "This is the greatest thing ever." For now. And the first thing William Shakespeare said was, was? beware the corona <laughs> of raw yes. virus. Yeah. Um, the vaccine, it, it, it's like you said, it, it is good news. It will get us through this winter of, of our, our discontent. discontent. <laughs> you knew where I was going with that. Friends, Romans, and countrymen, roll up your sleeves. Oh, beautiful. Thank you. That is so good. Uh... <laughs> but, you know, this is just a great... William Shakespeare got the virus, got the vaccine. Nice. If vaccine be the food of love, <laughs> play on. Yes. I yes, I love it. Yeah. All uh, right. So uh, congratulations to William Shakespeare, yeah, who, for, uh, who is holding up well for his age. For most Americans, we won't even have a chance to get it until the spring. So beware the Ides of March. I see what you did there. Yes. It's an interesting phenomenon, and we'll tell you where we're going in just a second, but when... You find out that somebody knows who you are and you would have never guessed that that person would be aware of you. It's always kind of flattering, right? Remember like when we were, remember when we went to the Diamondbacks game and Tori Lavolo come up to us and he was like manager like, of the Diamondbacks. He comes walking yeah. up to us and goes, "Hey, you guys Mark and Neanderthal?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. He goes, I listen to the show every day." I that was, was like, so cool. It was amazing. Like I'm like it, I'm like you're a major league ma- baseball manager and you dig the show. That's it, that's awesome. You, it's that kind of phenomenon where you yeah. somebody who you'd never think would even have the time in a day yeah. to pay attention to you. Yeah. Like we had that experience with uh when we found out that our attorney general Mark Bernovich yeah. was a fan of the show. Yeah. That was like we were like, wow, that's pretty cool. And yeah, you, you said know, to yourself the attorney general of one of the fifty states of the uh, you know in the United States of America listens to your cool. show, and you then know, you think about it. Well, you know, then actually, then we we met 
Mark Burnovich and really found out he's really nothing special and actually kind of beneath us. But uh, yeah, just just another state worker, just another guy. I'm sure we have a we have a multitude of people who work for the state of Arizona who listen to the show. So you know he's not all that important. No, he's no, not, don't he's worry nothing about special him. there. No. So just, the reason I mention this is because oh, boy, we, all, we, we all know who, we are in trouble. We all know who Dionne Warwick is, right? The the singer. You know, do you know uh, the way to San Jose, etc. Is she still alive? She is. Okay. She just got on Twitter, I guess. Because the other day she reached out to a guy who, who some of you may not know, Chance the Rapper. He's a rapper, obviously, and he does, yeah, he does to, a lot of commercials. <laughs> and Yeah, well, that's the thing. She tweets out, hi, Chance the Rapper. If you are very obviously a rapper, why did you put it in your stage name? I but, cannot stop thinking about this. By the way, shots fired. Dion Warwick immediately jumps on Twitter and yeah. starts throwing shade. And then next thing she tweets is, I am now Dion the singer. <laughs> and so. <laughs> Wasn't she Dion the uh, psychic for a while? She, she was, yeah. yeah. But, um, so Chance the Rapper later on, he tweets back, he goes, Sorry, I'm still freaking out that you know who I am. This is amazing. <laughs> Which I think is a great reply. He said, I will be whatever you want to call me, Ms. Warwick. God bless you. And she tweets back, of course I know you. You're the rapper. <laughs> so I, I just thought that, that was what, a very funny exchange. It's a great exchange. That's a, that's a nice thing. And again, great thing about Twitter is um, you can actually, you know, sometimes you have somebody that does your Twitter for you. But oh, then, but often, more often than not, you hang can on, actually. Hang, hang on a second. Guido is telling us to answer the phone here. Hang no, on. really? Hello? Hey, guys. Guess who this is? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Who is it? <laughs> the guy we didn't know was listening. It's not Chance the Rapper. <laughs> it sounds like Attorney General Mark Burnovich. Hi, Berno. Hi, guys. I got a lot of stuff going on, but I just let's clear some stuff up here. You know what I mean? I'm not Chop Liver. You know that, right? Uh, no, I don't, I don't you, know that we ever said that. No, I mean, I mean those aren't just, the words we use. Just a, just a quick cheap shot is all we took. That's yeah, all, Berno. And, you know, we have oh, microphones yeah. and we have a tendency to use them. <laughs> let me ask you guys rhetorical, some rhetorical questions. Have you ever been to the Oval Office or sat through a meeting in the cabinet room with the president of the United States? Uh, no. No. Have you ever personally argued at the <laughs> United States Supreme Court in front of all nine Supreme Court justices? Uh, no. No, I haven't done that, nope, no. no. Not on my, no. Have you been backstage at a dead show and hung out with Bob Weir or done shots backstage with Toby Keith? Uh, uh, no. No, no. No, we haven't done those no, either. I guess, see, I got some game, guys. I mean, I think you underestimate the burnout. All right. Well, I, point taken. Yeah. Point I mean, taken. We're, we're, we're big enough men to admit when we've been yep. big timed. I see you guys. <laughs> and that's it. And he's gone. Mic drop, huh? <laughs> yes, that was a mic drop moment. All right. Well, for your attorney general. I, you know what? Who knew the future governor of the state of Arizona would be listening? To I show? know. I love his yeah. chances in yeah. the upcoming election. You but know what would happen if he was elected the governor of the state of Arizona? What? Uh, my mom would be mad at me. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah I imagine. Very likely. Um, <laughs> by the way, he was actually being humble there. He, well, he was bragging a little bit, but he has done all those things. But he didn't even mention his office just dropped off like yeah. five, 600 cards downstairs yeah. for Mark and the Enterprise 10,000 for the troops. So. Yeah. so thank you to the Office of the Attorney General, A, for being cool. I mean, let's face yes. it. How many opportunities do you have to make fun of the, the top law enforcement officer in the United States? Exactly. In one of the United States states. And they were so generous. It was so cool. They didn't have to do that, but they did. Thank you, man. Thank you, Bruno, and thank you to everybody in the office. And just for grins, why don't we induct somebody into the College of Classic Rock Knowledge? We'll see. We'll see what this person's classic rock intelligence quota is. Okay, then. Yeah. Where do you want to go? Which line do you want to go to? Uh, let's go to line four. All right. Who is this on line four? 
Uh, this is Brad. Hi, Brad. Welcome to the radio program. We're going to get you enrolled in the College of Classic Rock Knowledge. It works real simple. We're going to hand you four questions. You'll have five seconds to answer each question. For every correct question, you get a new level of degree, Yeah. And starting with an associate's, and then all the way up to a potential doctorate. Yep. Did your mother always want you to be a doctor, Brad? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, well, you, this is your opportunity right yeah. here, and you don't have to spend six figures in uh, in student loans to get it done, although they could be forgiven. Who knows? Are you ready? Sure. Uh, was Rump Ranger loyal to his faithful sidekick, Rancho? Oh, I see what you wow. did there. Wow, you are <laughs> old. You are, back an, a ways. you are an old man. All right, Brad, so let's do this here. We're going to talk since yesterday was the 40th anniversary of John Lennon's death. We'll do some Beatles, John Lennon-type song or type uh, questions here. Here okay, we go. Okay, then here we go. People such as Bob Dylan, Edgar Allan Poe, Marilyn Monroe, Karl Marx, and Albert Einstein appear on the cover of this 1967 Beatles album, Name It. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Okay. That was an easy one yeah, for you, wasn't it, That seemed it, a little easy right there is what was going All on. All right. Well, this song, Brad, that John Lennon mostly wrote appeared on that same album, Sergeant Pepper. Elton John covered it, and people thought it was code for LSD. What song? Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. This guy's doing really well here. Yeah, he's already got his bachelor's. Okay, yeah, he, he does. Uh, the first album that the Beatles put out that consisted entirely of their own their own original material was also the name of their first full-length movie. What's the title? Uh, Hard Day's Night. Got it. Yeah. Pulled yeah, that one out of the hat at the four-second mark. I believe, I believe at this point, he has his master's degree. He does. Uh, now he can make his mom proud by becoming a doctor. All right, we'll see how this goes. Yes. Five seconds to answer this question <laughs> for your doctorate in the College of Classic Rock Knowledge. Good luck! This song appears on Abbey Road and features Paul and John playing all the instruments. Aerosmith covered it. What song? Come Together. That piece, took him one second to piece answer. Piece of cake for Brad. This man knows his classic Rocky, at least knows his Beatles, doesn't uh, he? You know, he has earned it. Refer to him properly. Dr. <laughs> Brad. Dr. Brad. Dr. Brad. I'll, I'll throw in a tr another question for you, Brad, to see how impressive you can be off the cuff here, okay? Oh, boy. The last sure. time the last time the Beatles all recorded together as a foursome was August 20th of 1969. They worked on a song that in parentheses was called She's So Heavy. What's the real name of the song? I want you. Ooh, this guy's good. This guy's damn good. That's some next level nerd stuff right there. Yeah. Well done, Dr. Brad. Dr. Brad, thank you. You're very impressive. Nice well job. Well the Beatles. There you go. <laughs> good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.